Welcome to the Path to Asylum podcast. It's your host, as always, Mr. J. And this week, I had the pleasure of speaking to my good friend, Gary Cooper, a.k.a. G. Coop of G. Coop Fitness. Gary is a professional bodybuilder, personal trainer, and online coach. And this week, we discussed the mindset that got him through last year's loss all the way to this year's win. We also discussed fatherhood and the importance of setting a good example for our youth in general. So I can't wait for you to, to listen to this and get a chance to understand and know my dude. He is a very humble person. He is a very good dude through and through. Um, so without further ado, let's get right into this episode. excited to have my boy here yes sir likewise man i'm excited man <laughs> yeah man it's it's kind of it's kind of nerve-wracking we were just talking about how how nervous uh this whole podcasting thing can make you feel but yeah. this man has definitely earned everything that he's worked hard for and he's come a very long way so i'm really excited to have you meet and understand where this man came from you know definitely like i said you've come a very long way yep right so we're, we were born and raised here in rochester and I know that growing up, we kind of grew up in the same type of neighborhood because yeah, um, yeah. I remember my family, were, we were always uh, born and raised on like North Clinton Avenue. Yep, yep. And That's exactly where I grew <laughs> up at. I mean, if you from the town or anything, then you know about Clinton Ave and what it's about and what that, you know, that life could kind of what kind of path you can go down right. being around that area. You know what I mean? So to come away from it and kind of, you know, to be making a path of my own and just setting examples for my kids or whatever it is, anybody around me, just knowing what I come from, I mean, you you know it's possible to make it, you know what I mean, yeah. and do something with yourself. Right. right. And it's it, it's a really tough neighborhood, um, like like you said. Um, a lot of the people that I grew up with, um, they, they either didn't really make it or, you know, they're kind of stuck living in the same circle. <laughs> so it's always great to see somebody come out of that and kind of build their own positive um you know like trailblaze a whole different way a whole oh, different yeah. lifestyle so uh, you know that every time i see that accomplishment alone i'm like wondering like what the hell made you do that you know yeah, what i mean what made what gave you that now for me i never knew fitness and bodybuilding as a whole and i could separate the two and just say fitness as a whole i never knew it was going to bring me to where i am today or, or at least just have me 100 percent invested in the lifestyle and then bodybuilding became something different as time went on when people started to tell me, yo, you're really good. You could do this. You should do that. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I worked out for years at least. I've been work training since I was 24. Um, pretty much it's been about 10 years. Well, mm. I'm, I'm actually 32. So it's eight years. But I've been training a little bit longer than that, I guess. So I might have the numbers a little bit mixed up. But um, yeah, that's cool. I really was – you know, just trying to get in and not be skinny anymore, build some muscle, look a little bit better, feel better about myself. And one thing led to another. And one day I went to a bodybuilding show locally here. It was probably the last year they had the Rochester show here. Mm -hmm. And um, I got inspired. I said, man, I could do that. Okay. And that's where it all started from. And it took me another two years before I actually did it. 
But I had a lot of people around me who was, you know, here's the show, putting things in front of me. And then one day I just said, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And and here we are today. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, obviously, we talk a lot on um, through Instagram and everything. And I text you every now and then. But the yeah. number one thing that I can see that um, and, I, and I'm assuming that's that was like that pushing force is the team that you have behind you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have a lot of people in the in the fitness space who are invested 100 percent into that lifestyle yep. and i and i can only imagine that they won't let you slack for a second not at all man those dudes really push me and they know who they are i don't really have to bring up names and stuff like that they'll probably listen to this and they'll know you know hey he talk about me i'm mm -hmm. talking about you guys yeah mm -hmm. um they hold me accountable they make sure i'm working they always got my back my best interests at heart and the most important thing is none of them sugarcoat stuff for me they give it to me raw and real and sometimes it's like what are you talking about like i get upset but I know they got my best interests at heart, so right. I kind of just take it for what it is and just move on from it. I don't like to hold on to things too long, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's how you know when, when it's real, yeah. right, when they don't sugarcoat it. And a lot of people who don't really have your best interests at heart, they're yes men, and you can't really have that around you, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they're going to let you fail in the end. Definitely, and I'm, I'm big on that, and I can kind of tell or kind of decipher the people and say, you know what, I know this person is that yes man. I know this person right here is just telling me what I need to hear and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the real more than anything else. You know what I mean? Somebody being honest with me and I kind of see it before I'm even asking questions or anything. I can tell who's being, who's really genuine and who's not. Mm -hmm. I say this to a lot of people all the time. Like some people that's close to me, that's, you know, still shake my hand, slap me up and all that. They not really real about it. It's not genuine coming from them. And I know it, but I'm not, I don't, I don't pay no mind to it. Give them a handshake, whatever, say what's up, and not keep it moving. That's it. Yeah, man, there's no there's no point in uh, arguing, no nah. no point in holding resentment. All that does For is what? really hold you back. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're, like, at a point where, like, all right, you got your pro card, so now it's time to hit the ground running. <laughs> so that passion that you already have yeah. is just really going to just, like, skyrocket you to the next level. And I'm already, like – the little bit that I know about you, I already know that you have a plan as to what that, that next level is. You don't have to let people know what that is because <laughs> yeah, it's not man. always good to let people know that. I learned that already. <laughs> but just but just knowing that and yeah. knowing how, how hard you work at, and at what you do, because trust me, like – uh, I'm, it's not like uh, I'm a master at this fitness thing, but right. just a little bit that I've gone through. That yeah. shit is—it's not easy. Nah, not like all. getting to that lower body fat, <laughs> you know, and then on top of that, like holding on to the muscle oh, and yeah. like all of that takes a lot of uh, like mental strength and just yeah. like uh, holding yourself accountable. And it, it's tough. It's—it it really is. You know what I mean? Do you have any like advice for anyone who who is at a position where? Um, they kind of want to take that next step and maybe uh, maybe lose weight, whether whether they be big and wanting to lose weight or if they're at a plateau and they want to get to that. Like any any kind of uh, insight that you might want to give to someone who is on that mental like that that mental block. So I, I think like one of the most important things is to rem remember, always remember your why. It's something I, I stress with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I tell them the reason I say it is because. When you start something, and especially with the fitness, fitness related, when you're trying to lose weight, gain muscle, whatever it is, it related to fitness. You did it for a reason. You started it. You, your, that idea came in your mind for a reason. So whatever that reason is, is the reason that you have to keep going. You don't quit on yourself until you reach that goal. Okay. And what happens is when you finally do reach that goal, 
other goals become present things pop up that you wasn't expecting and it just grows from there so really i just tell people man just remember your why you know what i mean because you know not everybody is like is built for it period i mean i learned i seen that through so many people mm -hmm. and even myself i've had rough times trying to you know build myself up and do this and do that but it really just come down to me remembering why i'm doing this and what i'm doing it for yep and um it, it keeps me grounded for, you know, and that, that's really my my only advice to people is just remembering your why. Yeah. Why did you start a, this? That's that's great, great advice because, um, I mean, firsthand, my why was my daughter, you know, and, and the health issues and everything. And I, I know, like, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and, and and lie and say, like, yo, I, I know, every, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm the, the same best way. At, at everything. Yeah, I'm the same way. You know, we, we have to always be you know teachable or coachable whatever you want to whatever words you want to use but mm -hmm. you always got to be open-minded i think especially in this because if you come into fitness trying to lose weight gain muscle whatever it is with a closed mind you're not going to be willing to do other things to get you to that level because sometimes a lot of this stuff is trial and error mm -hmm. i feel like you're going to get it wrong more times than you get it right you know what I mean? Yep. And once you get it right, you might have tried it 10 times, but that on the 11th time you got it right, but you picked up a couple pieces that you figured out. So you put that down. I, I document everything. If I showed you my notes in my phone, because that's where everybody, you know, everybody's always in their phone. I keep my stuff in my notes. So I have a lot of stuff in there that basically break down how I was feeling this day. Um, pictures on after eating this amount of carbs, things like that. I pay mm -hmm. attention to myself and notice what's working for me and what's not and it, like i said it's really just trial and error is figuring out what works for you because obviously what works for me is not going to work for you or mm -hmm. the next person so you got to figure out what's the best way to approach your body and how to you know get to where you want to be basically yeah and um the the issues that i've had with that were like body dysmorphia Oh, right. Sure. You know, and, and yeah. I know I'm sure you go through that where oh, yeah. you you like if you don't know him, this dude is fucking ginormous. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that you look at yourself and you go, yo, I'm, I'm so small today. Man, listen, anybody, like I said, that's going to listen to this. They they'll, they're going to laugh at this part because they know that's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's it's bittersweet in a way, though, too, for me, at least. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It might not be for everybody, but I'm a strong minded person, um, strong willed as well. But when I see something, when I start feeling like that, it's just motivation for me to keep working at the end of the day. So if I look at myself in the mirror today and I say, wow, man, I feel kind of small. I feel like soft, flat, whatever it is. It makes me it gets me motivated to go work hard. You know yeah. what I mean? To try to change that. It was the same thing during this prep for, you know, the universe when I went pro and all that. I was really hard on myself basically just because of what happened last year. You yeah. know what I mean? I dropped the ball and, you know, I came back and won the show. But. Um, I think that, you know, you got to kind of just just be real with yourself most of, most of the time. That's really what it is, mm -hmm. I think, you know. Yeah, you have to be real with yourself, hold yourself accountable, tell you. Like, you know, everybody knows, like, why why you look the way you look today. Yeah. Or I, I think it's possibly more, more of that, right, when you start to slack a little bit and yeah. then you look at yourself and you're just like, uh, then you look at yourself and you go, oh, that part, like for you, it's probably like that part right there looks yeah. flat. But because you know <laughs> that when you was in the gym, you you, you didn't you really that, hit that as hard. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's 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 how it is. You know, if you and then that's what I talk about being real with yourself. If you see something on yourself that's not where you want it to be, mm -hmm. then ask yourself, why is it not 
there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't even have to be with the gym. It could be just your diet and you think, man, I'm not seeing the scale go down. I'm not seeing my stomach tighten up. I'm not seeing this, this, and that. So why is that not happening? Are you putting in the necessary work to, to make that change? Are you following your diet? Are you doing your cardio? Are you training consistently? Are you doing these things? And if the answer is no, then don't expect any results to come from it. You know what I mean? You might get some if you got one of the parts together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I always – one of the things I talk about um, is like – Look at your goals, right? Your goals, we're going to put them on top of a table. And the table has four legs. That's going to be your rest, your nutrition, your cardio, your training, right? If one of the legs is broken on that table, what happens to your goals on top of the table? The whole thing is going to collapse. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you got to have everything in place. I feel like all four of those things have to be in check. And if you have those things in check and you don't miss a beat, it's going to happen. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's going to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes a, a hell of a lot of sense. I like that. Yeah. I like that little comparison there with the table because yeah, that, yeah. that really puts things into perspective. It and, does. It, and and it allows people to to hold themselves accountable when one of those things are slacking. Yeah. Now you said that before you you um, you got into like the the whole bodybuilding aspect of it. You um, you did a lot of personal training. Now is there like. Um, just because I know what my excuses are when I slack, is there like a common trend um, in in certain things that people use as an excuse to, you know, that, that really don't show progress? Um, not really a common trend. I think it, it really just be, I got to keep touching on it, is like people not being real with themselves. Mm-hmm. They might think that they doing enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people who say, oh, I've been following my diet. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. But I know based on the results and what I've seen, they're not, you know what I mean? And I, I, I just kind of leave it alone. I don't really touch on it too much because some people just feel, feel good about being able to show up to the gym and doing what they do. Mm -hmm. And that's fine and dandy with me, but I do take a lot of pride in what I do anyways. Yeah. But the, usually it's people just saying that they're doing this when they're not really doing that. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the common thing really, you know, you could show them everything they want that they're supposed to be doing, but Ultimately, it's up to them to actually put that into action. And when the results are not coming in and you know that you're, you have a plan, a, re, a good plan in place, you know they're not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. Of course. You know? I, I remember when my boy, because um, uh, I, I lost 100 pounds twice. Right? The fir- after the first time, I was, like, really stuck because my boy gave me a meal plan and I, and I literally ate the only things that he told me to eat Mm -hmm. so of course i lose 100 pounds and then i start to eat regular things and then i couldn't look at those things ever again and and i gained all the weight back but i remember one time i um uh i didn't eat that and i ate something regular and i came into the gym he looked at me he was like you wait like you 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 didn't eat right right i was like and i was like yeah and then that like made me we get used to seeing the clients man we get used to seeing you whether you're just a friend a client whatever it is but somebody we helping we get used to seeing it or that person and when you start to see that change and you know that they're doing good and then all of a sudden something changes where they're going backwards you're gonna see it you know what i mean or they stay stuck in one spot for the longest you know something is off you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's up to you to call them out on it or whatever it is and a lot of times when i say stuff to people it's always like oh i'm doing this i'm doing that but they're really not following it and i know so i kind of just leave it alone yeah and don't really push it because i I, I, i'm really big on um like 
not forcing people to do stuff that they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, not training-wise. If we're working out, I'm going to tell you what to do, and you're going to do it because I know you can't. Yeah. But I don't like to force people doing stuff. Same thing with my son, kind of like, you know, he in the sports and he want to train and do things. I don't force him. I want him to make the decision on his own. Right. You know what I mean? And say, hey, this is what I want to do. Right. Because that way most people don't quit something when they really want to do it. Right. They can quit when you force them to do it easily. Okay. Know? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And um, uh, I'm glad you mentioned your son because the next thing I, I kind of wanted to bring up was uh, the fact that I see you, um, you know, on your Insta, you have your kids on there all the time. You okay. know what I mean? And yeah. it looks like it looks like they're they're looking at you. And obviously, dad is the number one person they're going to look up to and they're yep. going to follow, <laughs> want to follow in his footsteps. So yeah. um, I, I see that you you bring them into the gym and, yeah. and like with your oldest son, you get them into a little little workout routines, yeah. you know, yep. even your little son when he'd be flexing and stuff. Yeah. He's the funniest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it's just the whole family aspect of it. Is It's a beautiful thing to watch um, that, you know, you, you, you put your kids in there and you kind of and you're not it doesn't look like you're you're forcing them, like you said, to do nah. anything that they don't want to do. It's more like you're planting the seed and putting in that passion exactly. early on and then allowing them to love it. I wanted to I just want to show them that. The work ethic is in there, is in them. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You have that. Everything that you see me doing, is, it's inside of you as well. You know, I tell my son all the time about practice and practice, practicing hard, not taking plays off. And why I explain that to him is because on game day, he, I, he wants to play well. We mm -hmm. want him to play well. So in order to do that, you got to practice hard. And then the way I break it down to him to explain it is for me, when I set my set a goal and I'm saying, okay, I got a show to do. That show is my game day, right? Mm -hmm. How do I get better to be able to put myself in the best position to win that game, win that show? Right. I got to practice hard. That's me training in the gym. If I practice hard and I work hard, then when game day comes, I'm going to reap the benefits of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I tell him all the time, practice hard, practice hard all the time. Because when the game get when the game comes, it's gonna slow down for you. It's gonna be a lot easier, and you're gonna find yourself in a position to win every time. Mm -hmm. Not only just practice hard, but but don't quit. Yeah, for you know man. what I mean. If you start if you start this, and on day two you're like, oh, that was hard. I, I don't want to do that no more. It's like, well, you signed up for the season. You gotta at least finish that. Oh yeah, we not we don't we don't quit over here. And I and I mean that should never be an option for anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you start something, finish it. Whether you end up in first place or last place, you know what I mean? Finish it. Yeah. Because getting to that that date or whatever it is, that's the real win right there for you. You know what I mean? Just showing yourself that you didn't quit, you know, persevering through everything that you go through because we all go through something. You know what I mean? We're all going to have obstacles that's going to try to get in the way and mm -hmm. slow us down and stop us from reaching that goal. But it, it really come down to you how bad you want it. Right. Keep working. Don't quit. And, you know, you'll win regardless of how the outcome, you know, how it ends up. Right. And it's it's real easy to, like, fall into that lazy state um and, you know and and like not even think about that win because like especially um you know and I, I again i don't i don't like keep coming back to me but i can only speak on, on my experiences man like I, I i i know how far i've come but i i was naturally a dude who sat on the uh on the couch yeah watched tv yeah. played video games you yeah. know like my earliest childhood memories i remember falling asleep watching tv under the the coffee table like that like by um from from 
from the point when I was a young kid, it was just like watching TV, being being lazy, and like and it's like I'm at the point in my life where I'm trying to fight that, yeah, <laughs> uh, so hard. But it's like so easy to give in to the things that you that that was that you're comfortable with. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I mean, I spent the first thirty years of my life yeah. doing the same things, yeah. and then and then that's uh, your I, comfort zone. Yeah, but you know what? When you can speak on it too, you've seen the same where it's like your comfort zone is your dead zone, mm-hmm. and think about where that puts you if you go back into that comfort zone that slows you down that gets you to the point where you in your dead zone you stop going towards your goals and mm-hmm. now you're going back to being where you didn't want to be yeah the reason you got up and decided hey i need to start losing weight was because you didn't want to do any of that no more and you go back to it and it's like man now you got to start over it's hitting that reset button again yeah. i um <clears throat> talking about like sitting on the couch and stuff that's also another thing I tell people, like when people tell me they don't have time for this, they don't have time for that. So I say, OK, everybody has a show that they love to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't care what show it is. It mm-hmm. could be anything. You could be watching people remodel houses. You could watch people, reality shows, whatever it is. You spend about an hour doing that. That's your time to go to the gym right there. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the time because the, the your TV, your show, whatever, is still going to be there when you get home. Go work out. Go do something. Get active. You know what I mean? Just move your, move your, get yourself moving. Because the littlest bit is going to add up and make a difference, whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I don't, I can't do it in an hour. Yes, you can. You should see what I do in an hour. Oh, yeah. In the gym. You know what I mean? I mean, even if you're on the elliptical or the or the something. treadmill for an hour, you can even watch your show while you're doing that. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> now that's a that's a that's a, a cardio hack right there that I like to tell everybody when they say, how much cardio do you want me to do? And I say, give me, I want you to do 30 minutes. Or I want you to do 45 minutes. Find a show on Netflix that you like. Mm-hmm. Pick the episode that's going to last that amount of time. Pay attention to the show. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that time will fly by. Because yeah. you're so interested in the show, you forget about the time on the cardio that you're doing. Next thing you know, time is up. And you're like, man, I want to watch this next episode, but I got to go. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. <laughs> No, and that uh, I, I do that and I put a towel over the time so I don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Just because that, you know, uh, the more, like you said, the more you focus on the actual show or that program, like you, that shit. I have to stay distracted all the time when I yeah. do cardio. All the time. I yep. got to find something to keep my mind occupied. If I've run out of shows or a series that I'm watching, mm-hmm. then I might get into something else that just gets me stuck looking mm-hmm. at it. I might be sitting there writing workout plans for my day, for my week, for my clients. I might sit there and just be looking at my emails or something, just doing something that takes even two minutes, five minutes away from my time, mm-hmm. and, and it helps a lot. Yeah, even um, creating, like, uh, like little stupid content for, for my uh, Insta or something, something, you know? Anything <laughs> yep. to just kind of, like, just get you. I, I noticed, like, uh, when I put a quote on there and I'm trying to make it, and then and then it's, like, been 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, so yeah, exactly. so, so so be productive while you do cardio. That's your that's your best way. Lose weight while being productive. Yeah, so. you could do the the things you like to do. You like to watch this show. You want to watch Grey's Anatomy? Okay, put it on your phone, and and just start walking. Start riding that bike. Get on an elliptical, and I promise the time will pass by. Yeah, man. Um, now I, I was actually uh, speaking to someone that we both know um i interviewed him a little bit ago uh ab oh yeah that's um, my guy man. yeah no he's a he's a really good dude really yeah, good dude um definitely and i was talking to him and i was telling him like man i uh i don't know we he he's been he's been helping me a lot with with certain little things and he's always like a good motivator when it comes to yeah. a lot of things um so i was telling him man like i would love to to do a show 
like once mm-hmm. just to say that I I've done it. Yeah. And I've never gotten like when I say never, like never in my life have I been so lean that where I, where I would see my abs or any kind <laughs> of anything. So, you know, it'd be cool to get to that point. Yeah. Um, it's been an itch that I've been wanting to scratch it, lately, you know, wrong and with that. No. Yeah. And mentally, mentally, I think I'm in a better place for it because I think you have to really be honed in on, on who you yeah, are. Man. I, and, and since you're talking about that, <clears throat> we go back to last year. Um, that was probably one of the toughest years I had to I've been through mm-hmm. um, with so many different um, obstacles in my way. So many so many things that went wrong that I thought should have went right. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look back at everything, I thought that you know, 2018 was supposed to be my year, but it was really priming me for this year. Right. You know what I mean? So I I think that my mind wasn't in the right place mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Um, I was I was just struggling, and I thought I was there, but I wasn't. I had a lot of rough days during my prep mm-hmm. last year. I did two shows. Um, they were four weeks apart, and they were rough, you know what I mean, to get through with everything I had going on outside of bodybuilding and the stuff like that. So you know you definitely need to have your mind in place and you know feel comfortable about being able to do that because it's going to get hard it's not easy it's not something that you think that you can just go and do it and it's you're going to put little to no effort into it and expect something yeah you don't have to worry about going into your first show and say oh i'm about to win the whole thing the goal is to win yeah you want to but just doing it just to do it you know you still got to have everything in place mm. because you're going to run into some adversity. And if you if you could stay focused and not let those things throw you off a track because they're going to get in your way, you're going to have to handle them regardless. Yeah. You'll be fine. You know what I mean? As long as you get to that day, that's a win. Yeah. That's all I look at. Yeah. The fact that you get on that stage, it's, it's, yeah. it's a win. Yeah. You know, it's it's nerve wracking to um, to get up in front of a lot of people <laughs> and literally be judged. Yes. In any category. Yes, it is. You know, my first show, I was I remember being so nervous about going out there and I got lucky because, you know, going through that prep, I had a lot of people help me. And that's the reason why I help a lot of people around me, too. Like, I'm big on that. I'm not somebody out here just trying to take from people. I really genuinely want to help you. I don't. It's not about taking your money. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is how I make my living. This is how I make my money. But at the end of the day, I want to help you. So if you're willing to go through it with me and work hard and put the effort in, then we're going we gonna to do this. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me and my first time I ever did a show was in 2016. Um, I was fortunate enough to have people help me out for free and say here. And I thought that that was crazy. Um, one of my you know day one friends, the first person to help me, I might as well mention his name, Matt Salomon. Great dude, man. He really... I, I was kind of taken back by it. He helped me when he was on prep for a show, mm-hmm. which I know was tough. Thinking back, thinking how I know how it is now, I know that was hard for him to do. And he sat there and he put me in the best position for me to win. And I remember how hard it was, how many days I had of, you know, just struggling. And he was there to keep me, you know, grounded and level-headed. And then I still told myself, man, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. This is too, too much. Mm-hmm. The day of the show when I got there, and I sat down backstage. I remember sitting down. <clears throat> it was at the Kodak Performing Arts Center. And when I sat down, I said, I like this. I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then when I got in line and they started calling us up, now my nerves is going again. I'm starting to get nervous. Heart is racing. And uh, Dexter Jackson was the guest poser there. And he happened to be standing right next to me before he went out. 
So I asked him a question. I said, does this ever get old? And he said, well, not when you're winning. When, yeah. not, he says, not when you're, when you're not winning or something like that. Yeah. And um, that just stuck with me too, you know what I mean? Just seeing somebody be that age and still going at it, I'm like, you either love it or you hate it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. But I ended up loving it, kept mm -hmm. doing it, and, um, you know, here we are, IFBB Pro man. now, yeah. <laughs> six shows in. And, um, you know, we, we got other goals in mind now, so we're going to keep moving and keep doing what we got to do. Yeah, man, uh, and I'm, I'm glad you stuck with it because, you know, you, you wouldn't have gotten to this point. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know it was possible to get to this point. And I don't know where I would be without this. Yeah. Because I realized after I won this show recently where I went pro, a lot of people close to me that don't really understand the sport but mm -hmm. knew what I was doing, they thought it was just a hobby, something I was doing just to do it. Right. So it was more like they didn't think it was important. And I realize this now when I think back of when they might have said something to me about, oh, you always going to the gym or this, this, and that. They thought it was just me doing it. And now it's like, oh, wow, this is serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's serious. You know what I mean? My next goal, obviously, if you know anything about bodybuilding for any of the listeners and stuff like that, um, I want to qualify for the Olympia. That's the next thing. Um, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure I can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and just work my tail off because I have to. You yeah. know I mean, that's the only thing I know. I feel like I got a good blueprint, got the right coach in place. I got the right people around me. Why not? You mm -hmm. know? No, nah, it's definitely possible, bro. And, and I, I, I tell people all the time, man, if you if you know that if it's there in your mind, back that up with the hard work. And you will get there. Mm -hmm. But you have to know that it's not like some dream where you just sit there and then you, you think positive and it's going to come true. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it can, but you need to put in the work. And without the, the work, like what what's fueling your ship to, to stardom? You know yep. what I mean? And I needed a, I needed a, that extra fuel because, you know, we could go back to last year and then uh, earlier in the conversation I was saying about being real with yourself. Mm -hmm. See, I wasn't being real with myself last time or last year. And I realized that now. Um which is why I ended up, you know, with the package that I brought to the stage, to the stages on both shows and ultimately placing second in one show, which was, a, you know, the, the national qualifier to get me to a pro qualifier show. Mm. Um, I ended up placing 11th at that show last year, which is the NPC universe. I went back this year and I won it. So I wasn't real myself last year. I was, you know, kind of dibbling and dabbling and whatever on my diet, messing around with too many rice cakes that wasn't in my diet, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, too many fats, things like that. I was just doing too much, and I thought I'd be all right. That was kind of like me relying on my, my talent more than the, the hard work. Right. And you know how the saying goes, right? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard yep. or something like yep. that. That's exactly it. <laughs> However yep. it goes, and um, that was my problem. So after i left last year and um i was very disappointed you know mm -hmm. very disappointed uh, more so disappointed um for my girl really yeah. uh, because you know she's the the one behind the scenes that nobody gets to see nobody she knows she's yeah man she makes sure that i have everything i need mm -hmm. and i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do and i felt like i let her down then you know people who follow me and support me who believed in me i let them down too so it took me like a week to book another hotel 
for that exact show mm -hmm. the week after last year <laughs> like july 4th 4th of july weekend we booked a, a room to go back and from a year ago i said i'm gonna go back i'm gonna win the show and i kept believing that i trained really hard in the off season i i trained really hard during my prep i stayed on my diet i was being real myself i made sure of it and i did a lot of little things to help myself out with my mind putting screensavers on my phone and mm -hmm. remind me of, you know, staying on my job, put the flyer up in my house on the fridge. Every time I go to the fridge, I see it, things like that. And um, it worked out for me. It's a powerful thing, man. Yeah. It's a powerful thing to have those reminders. And, um, and we need them. <laughs> yeah. We need the reminders. We need uh, that, that person who, who doesn't have to believe in you, doesn't yeah. have to believe in your dream, and they do, Yeah. right? So so that's great that, that's, that your lady is there and holding you down, and she's I like your a, backbone. Right. I make a joke about this, but I know it's the truth. I always say, if I told her right now, if I go home and I say, I want to go to the moon, she going to say, she might turn around real quick or text her friend and say, this motherfucker's stupid. Mm -hmm. But... I guarantee she's going to say, let's do it. Yeah. Tell me your plan and let's make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of support you need. <laughs> that is. Right there. And yeah. anything you're trying to, and like I said, this don't even have to be all about fitness related or nothing. This is life things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to have a good support system and somebody who has your back. And when you have that in place, and it just makes things so much easier. Yeah. And that's why, that that's the whole concept behind this whole asylum thing is like, um, for for the people, it, it's a place for people who everyone else calls crazy to congregate and, mm -hmm. and hype themselves up. Because they call me crazy. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time in the gym. I know my family, when we have like <laughs> barbecues, whatever, any type of get together that yeah. there's food that they know I like. And I'm saying no. Mm -hmm. Oh, a little bit ain't going to help you. One oh, ain't going to hurt worst. you. One ain't going to hurt you. That's the worst. And I, I used to think that, too, at one point. But. Mm -hmm. I realized that one thing does hurt you because one leads to two and then two just it just goes on and on and on, you know. So, you know, you just got to keep yourself focused on your goals. Yeah. And I, I say that all the time, too, that it's like uh, people don't understand. And, you know, um, I, I do a lot of research on a lot of different things and um, habits, although you build new habits, like your old habits always lie dormant. So the more that you yeah. feed it, like if you feed it that one thing you'll find it hard. That's why you get to that too, because mm -hmm. you had that habit. That yep. habit was there yeah. and you're not kicking that habit. That habit is still lying there. You built up other habits and you stopped that one. But the second that you start feeding that habit, that habit grows yes. and now you're on a downward spiral. You know what I mean? So so uh, it's real important. Like that, that I tried to tell people that because even with, especially with weight loss, when they see you like, uh, you know, shrinking into this smaller person, that's the number one thing. Oh, you, you know, you've come so far. It's all right. Like this one ain't going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. This one slice of pizza is one piece of cake. And it's just like, yes, yeah, it that does. will hurt me. It does. And, and you just, you know, I, I get that a lot when people say stuff like that. But with habits, I mean, sometimes we got to go through things to, to get like trial and error. We have to go through some things in order to figure out how to get it right. right. You know, and even in my case, with all the bad habits I brought, I had last year, you know, with going through preps and even the, the shows prior to those, if I would have accomplished my goal last year, mm -hmm. I would have took those bad habits with me mm. into this next level, which is 
this is there's no no room for error. I feel like yeah. there's not, this is a a different an elite group of guys that you're going to be going up against. And if you want to be relevant or whatever it is and not place last cuz that's you know, you definitely don't want that to happen. You got to kick those bad habits and find new things to, that work for you. And mm-hmm. and I found out a lot of new things that worked for me and I got rid of all those old bad habits because I seen that they hurt me, mm-hmm. you know? So once I got rid of that and I mean, I, I feel like I'm still learning. Obviously, you have to always want to learn, but I'm only going to get better with, you know, going through what I went through. Yeah, see, I love what you said there about um, about bringing those bad habits with you last year, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you would have won at a point where you had all these bad habits, yeah, you would have thought like, oh, these habits got matter. me to where I'm, where, <laughs> where I'm trying to go. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's a really big, like, lesson um, just because you're winning with these bad habits, it's still very important to to take down those bad habits. Know that that okay, like every little thing does count, and and even though even though yes, you're succeeding, there's always going to be that next level that that you really need to hone in on. Yes, you know what I mean, and it's going to take a new you, a new version oh, yeah. of yourself to every get time. to that point. Every time, right? There's there's different levels to everybody, and they just don't realize it. And you gotta be you gotta figure them out and mm-hmm. be able to tap into them. And it's like going back to my son. I'm trying to teach him that there's another level in him. There's other you you have more in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to do all the stuff he did. I was an athlete. I played before I ever picked up weights. All I did was play basketball, football, and I was always involved in in team sports, um, individual sports, whatever it was. I was doing something, and I learned as I got you know, older through all this, that I had more, you know what I mean? I had, there was different levels to my, my work ethic and my hustle and stuff like that. I, you know, I just kept working at it, you know? Yeah. So, um, other, other than, than like the fitness aspect of it, do you do anything to help like, uh, to, to get your mind sharper? Like as far as your mindset and like getting yourself, whether it be like reading books or, um, you know, repeating certain things to yourself. Do you do anything for for your mind? Um, for my mind, I, I I don't necessarily read books, even though I did start reading a book recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Tim Grover, uh, Relentless. Relentless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that book, I started reading that. Um, I got that from my coach, though. He was telling me that that was what I want. He's seen that in me, mm. and he wanted me to read it, so that's what I did. Um, but I, I really just kind of, always i keep a note of everything i keep track of everything i write stuff to myself i wrote a note on my phone and told myself remember that feeling of disappointment Mm. that helped a lot that helped me tremendously i mean i would see it every day and i was like every time i read it i can feel what i felt last year i could feel what i felt when i was at my lowest point and i didn't want to feel like that no more so that kept me you know focused on on what i was supposed to be doing that kept kept my mind sharp um, little things like that. Um, so I really don't have a real regimen for what I do to keep my mind sharp. Mm-hmm. I always just remember why I'm doing it, what I'm trying to accomplish, and what I don't want to feel like. Okay. You know, in the end. Yeah, because everybody's different. And yeah, um, I like. I mean, I don't. I don't. I, I don't read as often as I'd like to. Yeah. But yeah, Relentless is definitely a dope book just because of the the experience that man has gone through and yeah. working with the greatest uh, NBA stars in the world. Yeah. And just seeing the difference. Yeah. That you know, <laughs> uh, in, in, in the in the things that they do, uh, you know, uh, than than you know what everyone else in the NBA does. And I, actually, I just um, 
I just uh, shared something that that uh, Tim Grover actually wrote that was amazing. He was pretty he, dope. <laughs> yo, he said um, he said that the that he asked Jordan what the best thing about being in that All Star game was, and he said I got a chance to to see my my team my teammates' weaknesses so that I can bring it against them in the court. Mm. So it's like. It's like even even when when you're on the same yeah. team with these people, you need to yeah. be one step ahead and just know like, yo, these people, yeah, they're my teammates today, but the they're the competition. Yeah. Everybody's competition. Oh, what yeah. if they get traded? Yeah, like I need to know everything about everybody. <laughs> so, so it, it's amazing. Um, I don't know, man. This is uh, this has been a real uh, uh, great episode for me, man. I I really love chopping it up with you. It's, yeah, definitely. It's, this is all uh, still even a learning thing for me, man. Yeah. This is my hobby. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is my hobby, and it's only a hobby until it pays the bills. And I, and I see the vision for all of that. And yeah. speaking with you and, like, where you came from to where what you have accomplished, yeah. that just strengthens that in me to know, like, yo, okay, I think I'm on the right track. You know, yeah, so man. I love this conversation. This is great. Definitely. I appreciate you having me, man. Oh, of course, bro, man. Um, let everybody know how to how to get a hold of you, how to, you know, reach out to you for, for training, for meal plans, whatever it is. Um, so it's real simple. Uh, Facebook, Gary Cooper. Um, you can find me on Facebook there. Um, and Instagram is I'm a little bit more active on Instagram um, at G Coop Fitness. It's all one word. And uh, my email links are all in there that you, if you need to email me to contact me for anything. Um, and I'm currently training out of Samson's at uh, Powerhouse on Ridge Road, 474 West Ridge Road. So anytime anybody's looking, looking for me, you got any questions, whatever it is um, related to fitness and stuff like that, looking for training or anything, um, shoot me a message, stop by the gym, whatever it is. Um, if you know me, I'm a I'm a friendly guy. I yeah. talk to everybody. You know what I mean. Everybody knows that. Um, but I'm easy to reach. So. Nah, definitely. You've always been a one since day one. Every single time that you had a chance, you reached out and you gave me powerful words and, oh, yeah. and like good motivation to just let me know, like, bro, you got this. So. Uh, you always had those good words. So I already know, like everybody, yeah. whoever, if you're looking for a personal trainer, you're looking for some insight, you're looking for anything, reach out to my man. Not, You know, he may be intimidating because he's a big dude. I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I trust you. Uh, trust when I tell you, man, he's a good dude and, and he will never turn you away from that. So please reach out to him for that, for his services. All right, man, this was a, a great episode. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, please, uh, all I ask is that you subscribe, rate, and review. Um, that is the best way that we can get our name out there and get everyone's message across uh, to the world. Uh, so please, if you haven't done it already, please go subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have, do it again. This episode is brought to you by Director's Cut Liquids. Director's Cut is a premium flavored e-liquid product for electronic cigarettes. They're sold worldwide and distributed by Bad Distributions. They have six flavors and are sold at most vape shops. Or you can go directly to their website, directorscutliquids.com, and get your hands on all of their flavors. I've vaped them before and I still vape them to this day. They are delicious. And of course, you can't bring up Director's Cut Liquids without bringing up Regime Vape and Smoke. Regime Vape and Smoke is located at 106 Cobblestone Court Drive across from the Eastview Mall in Victor, New York. 
They are a high-end, clean CBD vape and smoke shop for all your needs, specializing in customer service, variety of products, and sleek visuals. Regime Vape and Smoke is open seven days a week. Join the regime now. 